0: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
1: It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night.
0: It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weitz, and Ryan Fox. All right, good morning.
2: Welcome to game time. It is a Thursday morning. We are glad you're with us. Hey, man, it's, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited. There's a little buzz about. We got a lot of stuff going on. We, uh, we kick off our weekend tonight. With a lot of coverage of uh, basketball and and football, and it all begins this evening, and we'll uh, we'll dive into that a little bit uh, later on in the program. Let's uh, go around the horn as we welcome you into game time. Your first word in sports presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge, car- Dodge Chrysler Jeep brand Fiat, your friend in the car business. And we say good morning to Ward White. Ward, good morning. Good morning. How are we? Good. Ready to go? Yes, sir. Tomorrow is what? Game day. Yeah. Ryan, good morning how are you doing well how are you Tom good double dipping over here young Ryan is double dipping Ward he's uh working the uh, West game with lark Smith tonight mm-hmm. and then he's got the university game tomorrow as well so he's he's double he's already learned to double dip very nice very good good job look forward to that uh let's see uh, in this first segment here's what's first we're gonna we're just gonna do a little hodgepodge of this that and the other. Uh, because we got a lot of things to tell you about. And I want to start with with this. I got a friend. I've I've known him thirty years. Name's Todd Berenger. Todd bought some tickets, Baylor football tickets. I think they're available at the ticket office. You'll have to double check that. But Todd said, you know what? Give these tickets away while they last. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So uh and I'm not talking about two or three. <laughs> he bought some tickets. So uh you can you can you can check with the uh, with the uh, ticket office on that. And I, I think they're just going to give them away while they last. So that's kind of cool. And thank you, Todd Behringer, uh, for uh, for stepping up and, and doing that. Very cool. Now, there's a grassroots effort. I think it's grassroots. It, 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 but I got a note yesterday asking me if we were promoting the blackout. And that's kind of the deal now. And You know, Baylor doesn't wear black on the football field. At least they haven't this year. Uh, I think the student body wants to do a blackout. So they're asking everybody to wear black on Saturday. So you know what? If they want you to wear black, kick in, have some fun Saturday night. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. It'd be fun. Blackout. So. I'd like to see them go back to the all-black unis. Oh, not me.
3: Those are good looking.
2: You liked them? Mm-hmm. I told you I'm a traditionalist. I want the green jersey. I want the gold dome. And I want the, uh, the white pant. I, th- I think it's a great look. And then on the road, I want the white jersey and the white pant. Did you see SMU's blackouts the other day? I did. I like them. I want to see SMU in a blue jersey, a white pant, and a white helmet. Now, I do think it's kind of cool that they're trying SMU's trying to blend that SMU. We're, we're beyond SMU's little boundary. I mean, and we're in uh, Dallas
3: on their jersey. Yeah, and they have the, the D on the helmet. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool representing the city not just the campus. Now I will say Dallas on the jersey is good. Put the pony back on the
2: helmet. I agree. I mean I have no problem with the pony. But the the concept itself of, Oh, I love it. And because, they've been doing that for about 5 years now. Well, and here's the thing. You're right in the heart of a professional sports community with the Rangers, the Mavericks, the Stars, the Cowboys, don't get lost. Well, and that's the thing. SMU got lost for a long time. They sure did.
3: Even during the Pony Express when they were riding high, yeah. they were still getting lost. Yeah. One, because they were playing at Texas Stadium. Right. Which was way too big. And uh, not on campus. And not on campus. Yeah. And and two, it was just they were lost in the wash. And uh, when Sonny Dykes took over the program, that's what he started doing is getting Dallas more involved and it's working. They're coming to the mm-hmm. games, and hey, look, winning helps. Let's don't kid ourselves. Exactly. But nice facilities. But if you drive around Dallas, which I do quite often, you see billboards with Dallas and and SMU mm-hmm. all over town.
2: Well, they're trying to make that emerge. Well, that's exactly and, what they're and, doing. And, and it's, it's a, genius. It's a, it's a brilliant idea. It, it is brilliant because, again, you know, look. As good as TCU has been, is, and is, they can get lost Mm -hmm. when it comes to the 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 media. There's only so many media members and only so much space in a paper, so much time on the radio or the newspaper or television, and you can get lost. Mm -hmm. You know, what do the masses
3: want? It's nice to
2: see the new Eamon Carter, though, filled up. Oh, yeah. Pretty cool how they've done it Stadium, too. You remember going there when it was not so much fun to go there. Well, I, yeah, I used to go back
3: in the 70s when it was, I mean, it was a huge stadium, mm-hmm. but it was all wood seats. And
2: you look straight down. <laughs> yeah.
3: So, all right. So, and blackouts. You, did you know mm-hmm. that little trivia? And you've been in it a million times probably, but the old press box at TCU was the highest press box in the nation. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, well. And the slowest elevator, too. Sure, (laughs) It was so slow.
2: So, see, you just never know where this show's going. (laughs) That was not on the agenda. But, look, it's information. It's data that you need. But it it should be fun Saturday night. Blackout, some free tickets, all kinds of stuff. Kansas State in town. Look forward to that. So, there you go. As we mentioned, high school football uh, playoffs begin tonight. And tomorrow night, and uh, we've got a we've got a ton of games. Uh, t- tonight, we've only got one, which I'm a little surprised. We've got West and Bahia. That's on 92.9 Shooter FM. That begins at 6.30 with the pregame, 7 o'clock kick. Then, make note, here you go, on Cool 101.3 FM tomorrow night, it is University and Austin McCallum. Here on ESPN will be basketball. The Bears will be in action against Norfolk State. Uh on uh, one hundred four point nine star FM, uh you'll have the um, Crawford Pirates and Kearns game from Panther Stadium in Hewitt. And on Fox 1330 and 93.9 FM, you'll have Temple at Walks That should be a doozy. Temple in Temple yes right Waxahachie. Yeah. It, not, it, not at Walks Oh, I thought I said and. No, you said at Watch Oh, I meant to say and walks oh, a Temple and cool. walks a Yeah. From uh, from Wildcat Stadium. At, uh, that should be fun. That should be a knockdown drag out. Maybe, right the best, out the box. maybe the
3: best game we have on, on our five games.
2: Could be. Could be. Uh, the game I'll be at will be on Kicker Country, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. That'll be Mart and Lyndon Kildare, mm-hmm. a slight 71-point favorite. That's what I'm saying. If you look at the point difference that,
3: that are out there on some different ones, mm-hmm. the, the one that you found is, is a really good one. That's that's the largest, and then you look at the other four games that we have. Temple is the closest. Everybody, is everybody else is thirty points, mm-hmm. twenty points.
2: I'm telling you, right out of the box, there's going to be a knockdown, drag out between tonight between Lorena and Columbus. Oh yeah, that'll be. It's a, a by district matchup that has a seven and three team and a nine and one team, and both very, very good. That'll be a good game. Yeah, that that should be fun. So we're off and running with 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 that. Uh, congratulations to to Kyle Ewing, she is signed on the dotted line to play baseball for Baylor. Good stuff there. And uh, also, congratulations to, to Kenzie Jones. I believe she has signed to go to, to pitch for New Mexico. So, some local kids signing on the dotted line. Ah, uh, boy, we're going to have fun with this. Okay. <laughs> Nikki Collins signed. Oh, boy, here we go. Leticia Vasconcelos. I believe. I hope I got close. I hope I got closer. Close. Not a gut. I hope I got in the neighborhood, <laughs> and then uh, and <laughs> and then on the men's side, uh, Scott Drew signed a couple: Jacoby Walter, and then Miro Little. And Miro is out of Helsinki, Finland, so uh, he is signed to to play basketball at Baylor. So yesterday, the uh, the November signing date. So good stuff there. All right, uh, there is basketball in the Ferrell Center tonight. Nikki Collin and the uh, Baylor women continue uh, with Game 2 of this uh, homestand and the start of the season as they welcome Incarnate Word into town. We'll have it for you right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the tip. Derek and Sophia with the call, and it'll be right here On ESPN Central Texas. I don't know how many games we got in this building. I should have counted. I bet it's 15 or 16 games this week. It's a busy, busy week. And we love every minute of it. So, all right. uh, Let's see. Anything else? Did you guys watch any of the uh, country music awards last night? The CMAs? Are you guys country music fans?
3: I am, but I did not. Because...
2: That's not country music. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I tend to agree. <laughs> I tend to agree with you. Although I would tell you this, last night it got closer to what we older gentlemen consider to be <laughs> Speak country for music. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're an old <laughs> fart too, you know it. Uh country music the way we, you know, the Alan Jacksons, the Mark Chestnuts, the George Traits, those kind of guys. Reba was on the show last night. Alan Jackson was uh, awarded uh, the Willie Nelson Lifetime Achievement Award, which is pretty cool. But I will say this: it was closer to what we, the sound that we like. I will say that there wasn't a whole lot of country rap and and those kind of things. It was it was pop. pretty good, yeah, and pop, yeah. There's now there was a couple of those, and you know you you're grabbing the remote control, but. Anyway, I would just wanted to share with you, and I've, I've said this before, awfully proud of this guy. His name is Alan Carter. He went to Conley High School. He was the, the uh, director of the show last night. He's also the director of the t- TV show, The Voice, but he directed that TV program last night, the SEMA. So, good stuff there. Uh, all right, it is 11 after 7. 7-11 could be a convenience store if we like, but uh, we're off and running here. Here's what we got for you. We'll talk a lot about Baylor and Kansas State and Big Twelve football today. RJ Cho will be here to kind of get us up to date on the Cowboys. OBJ is that going to happen? There's a lot of talk about Odell Beckham Jr. in Dallas. Does that happen? We'll we'll go over our high school football picks. Jeff Wilson, you normally catch him on RangersToday.com, but he also is on he also covers TCU with uh, FrogsToday.com. And uh, we'll talk some TCU and Texas with Jeff Wilson coming up a little later today. Bryce Cherry will be here, and we will cover it all with Bryce. And that'll be around 8.30 this morning. So uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to. We're glad you're with us. Welcome into the program. This is game time. And, again, if you missed anything, if, you know, maybe you were brushing your teeth this morning or or combing your hair or or getting the kids ready and you missed a segment, you can always go back and catch it at SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. Dot com you can catch the podcast of our show jMO's program and, and Matt's, and you can do that uh, every day every day you can do that so keep that in mind also by the way uh, all of the broadcast should be available I say should be because it's technology friends we we, we do we're gonna, we're gonna we're efforting to get all five but all five of the broadcasts should be available for streaming at syntexsportsfan.com You just go to the link where it says teams, and it will uh, direct you to where you need to go. SyntexSportsFans.com, and you can catch the stream of all of the games that are coming up this weekend and all throughout the playoffs as uh, teams make their run to get to AT&T. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think there's going to be more than one. There's going to be multiple teams from Central Texas that get there. And, again, look, you got to be lucky. you got to be good. But you also gotta be lucky. You know, and what we mean by yeah, you know, look, you gotta stay healthy, Ward. You you've you gotta you gotta be upright and ready to go when they call your when they call your number. And and you know, that's sometimes that's just luck staying healthy. And some teams stay healthy and some teams go through a year where it's just brutal. But if you stay healthy, I think we got a couple of teams at least that could get to AT and T. Something my
3: dad has said all the time, and he still says it to this day. He's been doing it a long time. He should know. I'd rather be lucky than good any day. Amen. I mean, and there's,
2: there's, that's a, that's a thousand percent correct, because those are the. You could control how you prepare and how you play, but you can't control that. You just can't. It's just part of it. All right, seven fourteen. We're off and running. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Friday night, it's the Mart Panthers and the Linden-Kildare Tigers in a bi-district matchup. And you can catch the game on our sister station, kicker 1590 a.m. and 99.3 FM. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Johnny Toos and me for all the exciting action of Mart Panthers playoff football. Our coverage begins Friday night at 6.30 with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7. It's Martin Linden-Kildare on our sister station, kicker 1590 a.m. and 99.3 FM.
0: Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or or ubeo.com.
2: Being stuck on the side of the road is stressful, no matter what time it is. Towking King of Waco is available for your assistance 24 seven to reduce that stress and keep you safe. Their friendly and professional staff provides heavy and light towing, equipment transportation, unlock service and roadside assistance. And they're fully certified and licensed, locally owned and operated and here when you need them. Tow King of Waco. Call 254-666-5484. And remember, slow down or move over.
8: An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. That's 972 771 8051.
6: This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars is the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs, from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com.
0: Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service and Good Feet.
2: Bears and the Wildcats coming up. We'll talk about it in just a couple of minutes. But uh, as we always do, and I think we've been doing it since 72, 73, something like that. Uh, we welcome into the program Mike Gray from the Humane Society of Central Texas. He is the uh, Community Outreach Manager. Mike, good morning. What's happening, brother? Good morning. Uh, Doing all right. How are y'all? Doing good. Uh, What's going on at the Humane Society? Where are we at?
5: Oh, man. i tell you what. The past couple days have uh, probably been the roughest day since I've been there. Uh, Had to put, uh, I think, four dogs down on Tuesday. And um, had to put another one down yesterday. And um, it's, uh, I mean, we're getting through it. But it's, it's, you know, it's things we're, Kind of expecting that we're gonna have to have them because of all the you know the distemper and stuff going on, but it's tough. You know, you know, you know, it's gonna happen, but it still doesn't make it any easier, especially when you're up there and you're you know trying to love on them, trying to vaccinate them, and trying to get them healed up, and just to not see the medication you know kind of work how you want it to work, and it's, it's pretty heartbreaking. Are are you back open? We are not. We are. Um, Probably gonna be closed for anywhere from two to four weeks, maybe. Um, We are running just pretty much distemper tests on every single animal in the shelter right now, Um, so that could take anywhere from three to five days for those results to come back. And then, if you know, we're expecting to have quite a few positive tests, um, and so we'll have to you know, stay closed while we continue to treat those dogs and uh, just ensure that we don't send any dogs out that could possibly uh, contaminate other dogs or uh, get sick at somebody's house.
2: I, I realize you're not doing uh, adoptions right now, but do you still need help with walking the dogs and, and things of that nature?
5: Um, unfortunately, um, with the distemper, um, the dogs have pretty pretty much not been allowed to, uh, be walked or taken out of their kennels or anything for the past, you know, two weeks. Um, and so uh, like everything is, is like literally uh, like on lockdown, like uh, you know, can't, we can't, we can't even like humane side staff. We can't even walk the dogs. We can't even uh, do anything. And that's just because we don't want to risk taking a dog out and spreading the disease somewhere else on the ground and another dog walking through it. So uh, we do need, you know, uh dog food donations. Uh we do have close to three hundred dogs that are in foster care that we uh, and dogs in the community that we uh provide dog food for and so dog food donations are always uh much welcomed. Where can uh, they bring
2: that where can they bring the dogs to
5: uh, bring that to twenty thirty two Sokal Road. Um and we also have a uh BK Ford is doing a uh, they have that new Ford Lightning electric truck, and if you test drive that truck, they will donate $25 to the Humane Society, um, and that helps out quite a bit. So uh, if y'all haven't test driven that F-150 uh, Lightning truck, it's uh, they actually let me test drive it the other day, and uh, pretty fast. Uh,
2: but and you would find out that's that's for certain uh yeah. all right so if you need dog if you can donate dog food it's 2032 circle road and and just do it between uh regular business hours and and uh, you guys will take care of it from there hey mike we appreciate your time this morning thank you guys talk to you soon mike gray with the uh humane society all right uh 7 23 after seven this is game time here on espn central texas bears
0: and kansas state coming up and um Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson. Presented no, by. No, no, it's not.
2: <laughs>
0: no, it's not.
2: Well, that's that's Friday. We'll we'll talk with Ricky Thompson. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we we will. Uh, <laughs> kind of threw me off. Kind of threw me off base there. Uh, we do have the Bears in Kansas State. Our coverage begins at two o'clock Saturday afternoon. What do you think about a night game in November? This is going to be kind of fun. I'm looking forward to it, Ward. Oh, I love
3: it. I, I like night games. I, I do like the afternoon games. I'm not a huge fan of the 11 o'clock game. You, but, but I, but I do like night games. I just there's a different atmosphere when you're underneath the lights.
2: Different vibe, it, and it allows for more people the opportunity to come to the game. I mean, you do have people who actually work on Saturdays, and so they will have an opportunity to come to the game. And you know, you've uh, you also have an opportunity to do a little more tailgating and. Uh, Should be, just should be a great day. Should be a lot of fun. And again, our coverage begins with game day live presented by the office of Baylor alumni. That'll be around two o'clock on uh, Saturday afternoon. And uh, then the uh, network pregame begins at four. And then the uh, play-by-play coverage at six, all right here on ESPN Central Texas. The uh, media in Manhattan asked Chris Kleiman earlier this week about Blake Shapen.
10: Absolutely. Because he was really good last year. I mean really good and we didn't know much about him. I'm sure Baylor knew a lot about him and uh, uh, he threw the ball with precision. He threw it with confidence. He ran the ball really well. Um, I think he was the difference. I mean he was a big spark not that Bohannon wouldn't have led him to a victory. Don't get me wrong. I just think that that kid rose to the occasion, and um you see it. I mean, you see it every game he plays, and I, I'm not sure when it happened. I know he missed some of the West Virginia game, and um, they probably sputtered a little bit when he wasn't out there. Uh, but uh, he's a terrific talent and uh, a guy that can beat you with his arm or his legs. and if you'll remember it was in that Kansas State game a
2: year ago in Manhattan that uh, Bohannon got injured, and that's when Shapen uh, was thrust into action. And I think, if my memory serves me correctly, because I'm doing this on the top of my my memory, I think as soon as he got into the game, he drove him down for a score. And I think that was – and I'm not – I, I want to say it was right before halftime. And, and they got points out of a drive, I and mean, it may have been a field goal, but he immediately came in and was productive and, and had a good day in Manhattan in relief of, of uh, Bohannon. So – I think that's the first time that we all got a an extended look at Blake Shapen and, and uh, he played well. Played really, really well. And I you know, look, I think he plays well again Saturday night. I I, I think the way this offense is going right now, particularly the last three weeks, I, I think with the way the offensive line is performing, Ward, I think I think Blake has an opportunity for a big night. I,
3: I agree. I you know, this this offensive line is starting to come of its own and Going into the season, we said that that might be their biggest asset. They they hit some bumps along the way, but they've played pretty well overall. And over the last couple of weeks, they played really well. And to give him a little bit of time to survey and and find those targets, you know, take their shots downfield to open up the box a little bit. That's what this offense needs on Saturday night.
2: You know, and the crazy part is we talk about the offensive line, we talk about the defensive line and its depth, and we have all summer and into fall here, and and now as we get in the final stages of the season, last three, four weeks of the season, we, we continue to talk about the O-line and the D-line, but the one thing you have to you got to keep in mind is for them to be effective, they not only individually have to be good and talented and play well, but as a unit, I mean, five have to become one for it to work correctly, and I think that's what you have seen over the last two or three weeks, and that's why you have 40 minutes, 41 minutes, 33 minutes. That's why you're winning the time of possession. That's why you're winning the first down battle. That's why you got running backs back there going for 180, 190, 160, you know, whatever the case may be, 36 carries, 31 carries, 29 carries, whatever the case. It's effective. It works and so you keep dialing it up no matter who's back there at the running back position and that's that's a compliment to the offensive line in my opinion there's no doubt no doubt the way that this line is
3: is is doing that and and growing up a little bit uh i, I think this game you you mentioned the offensive line and this offense i i think this game is back to a little bit of old school football it's mm-hmm. one in the trenches on both sides
2: I could not agree with you more. In fact, I think Chris Kleiman said it earlier this week, the K-State coach, uh, this this is a game about possessions. You know, get the football, keep the football, finish in the end zone. I, and I think that's kind of, you know, and I know that sounds simple, but I think that's really what this game truly is about. Uh, you know, how, how you handle the football, and, and Dave Aranda said it last week, when talking about the Oklahoma game. Best defense is a good offense. In other words, keep your defense off the football field. Drive the football. Execute your plan. And and just drive them nuts with three, four, five, four, three. You know, move the sticks. Stay eight, ahead of those. The, yep. And 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 win that time of possession. When you do all of those little things, then you've got an opportunity to win the football game. And I'm with you. I th- I think this is going to be I think you're going to see teams that look very similar to each other. Mm-hmm. They're both going to want to run the football, but they both have guys that can throw. Martinez has is, is, is played really, really well. I mean, he's a true dual threat mm-hmm. with with the football on the, on the other side. Well,
3: the other thing that you do by being able to move the change and stay on schedule if you're Baylor's offense, you know, Kansas State is – is 0 for 4 against the Bears right now. They've lost four in a row to the Bears. So you keep their offense on the sidelines. They start getting frustrated even on the sidelines, not to mention what they do on the field if your defensive line can give them pressure. But standing on the sidelines, when they can't do anything about it, they start pressing immediately already. So when they get on the field, they may make mistakes because they're pressing. They're trying to, you know, they know that they're, possessions are limited and their time is limited on the field. So they start pressing a little bit more and that plays into your
2: defense's hands. So it works all the way around. Look last week, they came from behind to get back at the football game. Texas built a nice lead, nice, comfortable lead. And Kansas state came from behind to get right back into the football game. And that's what you want to, that's the other part of that is if it is time consuming drives, five, six, seven minute drives, long sustained drives, it limits the number of possessions, and you don't allow a team to get back in the game. No, you don't. And, and, again, when they're standing on the sidelines, they
3: start getting frustrated, and they start pressing when they get out there, and that's when mistakes happen. That's when you see picks starting to come, and, and you see fumbles starting to happen because they are pressing because th- they're just a little bit frustrated because they're standing on the sidelines, and, and you know they're getting mad. They can't do anything because their defense can't get off the field and give them a chance. Game
2: Day Live Saturday at 2. Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show Saturday at 4. The Kick with John, JJ, and Ricky just after 6 o'clock. All right here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk some Cowboy football with RJ Ochoa. He's with Blogging the Boys. That's coming up next on your first word in sports, ESPN Central Texas, and game time. Hot, hot
11: everyone with today's Cowboys report I'm Christy Scales Zeke Elliott isn't sure if he'll be able to play
12: Sunday in Green Bay he updates you on the status of his knee injury right after this
8: Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA
12: what if it's no big deal that
13: I'm a woman what if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label
8: it's not about where others say you should be it's about where you want to go it's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals.
13: Visit swbc.com for financial services without the labels.
6: What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys.
10: PUCT number 1007.
11: The 6-2 Cowboys travel to Green Bay this weekend to take on the struggling 3-6 Packers. While the Cowboys are favorites, even though they're the road team, the offense could be without Zeke Elliott for the second straight game. Zeke was limited in practice yesterday because of a hyperextended knee. After practice, he was asked if there's urgency for him to be back in time to take on the Pack.
0: There is urgency, but I think, you know, what's important is just making sure my knee is good and, and ready to go. I think, you know, that's the priority. The priority is, uh, you know, the long
2: run. You know, our plans to play deep in the playoffs. So the long, the long game is definitely the, the
11: priority. Zeke also added he's wearing a knee brace during practice. Wide receiver Noah Brown is also a question mark for Sunday because of a foot injury. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales.
8: Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly, Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
6: When you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an eight foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entry ways and gates, high rail fence, working pens, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran. So give him a call for a free estimate at 254 981 3595, aimhighfence.com or look him up on Facebook. Source for Baylor Athletic News and Information,
0: ESPN Central Texas.
11: Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
10: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The high school postseason gets underway tonight with China Spring hosting Fort Worth Western Hills. Conley tangles with Giddings and Bryan, while West takes on Mahia at Waco ISD Stadium. You can hear that game on ninety-two nine Shooter FM. The Texas Rangers have acquired former Astros pitcher Jake Odorizzi and cash considerations from the Braves in exchange for pitcher Kobe Allard. Baylor women's basketball is on the court tonight against Incarnate Word. Tip off is seven o'clock at the Farrell Center, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. In the NBA, the Rockets lost its. run. Toronto 116 109. The Spurs lost in overtime to Memphis 124 122. And the Mavericks lost at Orlando 94 87.
0: Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with RJ Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas.
2: All right, 737, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Cowboys Packers Sunday afternoon, 325 kick, 2 o'clock broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. And from blogging the boys, it's RJ Achua. RJ, good morning. First of all, a lot of conversation about OBJ. Is that going to happen? And if so, what does that do for the locker room?
14: Uh, good morning. Great to be with you guys. I'm, I'm legitimately starting to believe in my own gut that it's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I think generally when we see, uh, at least in recent memory, in this regime, the Cowboys connected to a player, and that that obviously happens a lot. Um, there, there's a little bit of, of grace given to the player, but, but there's generally some sort of like, yeah, we'll see type stuff. Uh, the Cowboys, I wouldn't say it's a full court press, uh, but but they're definitely awake and, and in on this. I mean, Mike McCarthy kind of sharing us some some favors. Jerry Jones, obviously, earlier this week. The fact that Micah Parsons and Zeke Elliott have been so public about it certainly leads you to believe that, that they're going to make this happen one way or the other. At least that's where my mind's going.
3: Cowboys and Packers coming up on Sunday. And the Packers seem discombobled right now with Aaron Rodgers and, and his lack of weapons and, and what they've done so far this season is this a game that the cowboys could overlook because of the way the packers are playing right now
14: i do understand the the idea um that that it's a bit of a trap game obviously if you look at at the way this packers team has has fared you know obviously not one of the better teams in the nfl which is just an absolute shame uh to see um but um I mean, this is a really, you know, I, I think you want to toe the line between making it too emotional and not caring whatsoever. But I don't know how you can't make it too emotional. I mean, there's, there's the Mike McCarthy factor of it all. He's going to drive in um, on a street named after him. I mean, this is, this is a big-time deal for him to face the team, not just his former team, but the team that's fired him. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers was very, very public uh, about how things were McCarthy's fault and not his own. And, and And, you know, Mike has sort of aged better, I think, in that sense. The Cowboys have been owned by this team. I mean, that, let's let's acknowledge it. They live rent-free in our minds. Um, you know, and, and beyond that, it's at Lambeau Field. This is professional football's holiest cathedral. Um, and what's more, the Cowboys have only ever won twice that. I mean, we, we sit here and talk about it it's this big-time rivalry, but the Cowboys have two wins in that building. It's kind of a, an amazing thing to think out loud. Um, I, I don't know how you can't you know, be all jacked up, I I think that makes it impossible to overlook this team. There's just too much emotion at stake for for everyone to kind of get soft now.
2: Play Zeke or rest Zeke one more week?
14: I really, you know, I normally don't fall under this line of thought, but I really would trust him. I I mean, I think he he certainly earned that benefit and I don't don't view Zeke to be a selfish player and care about, oh man, Tony's going to get more touches and all this work if I'm not. I I really would give deference to Zeke and, and what he feels is best. Um, I certainly think this Cowboys team is capable of winning without him. And and I guess if if you believe the answer to that question is yes, then then inherently the answer might be to rest him.
3: There's probably nobody in the building other than Jerry and Steven Jones, but does the catch game play into this at all for anybody else other than the fans?
14: I I think at this point that particular story is just about the fans. I mean, especially because the Cowboys have been there twice since that game. Um, they've won there since that game. Dez has won there since that game. Um, I, I think you know if I'm if I'm letting any emotion drive me, it's more about McCarthy and Rodgers and um, you know the, the the just kind of overall relationship that these two teams have had. They're connected by these weird fabrics. Um, I don't know if you guys know. I, I tweeted this earlier in the week. The Packers fired Mike McCarthy after their seventh loss of the season in 2018. And if you're the Cowboys, if you're Mike McCarthy, you can go up there on Sunday afternoon and you can hand them their seventh loss of the season. I, I, to me, I, I think those things are a little bit more important than, than the fact that Des caught it seven year, or eight years ago.
2: So you don't buy into fact when McCarthy says, hey, this is just another game on the schedule. It's a business trip. We got to go up there and, and win the football game.
14: I don't believe that because I'm not emotionally, you know, stable enough to, to think that way. I just, I don't, I think it's, I I. I mean, I think it's impossible, right? Like, it's, it's impossible. I mean, we all, um, we all have our, our miscongeniality or or Selena moments, right, where, where we were overlooked and then we get the chance to kind of, you know, strut down the runway or whatever it is and, and prove people wrong. And, um, I, and I, I, I don't know that I would think this strongly if, if the circumstances weren't what they are. Um, the fact that the Packers are floundering, and that they're floundering specifically because of what Aaron Rodgers has done to them. The fact that Mike McCarthy's Cowboys are thriving, um, I, I think that it, the, the story has sort of written itself. The dichotomy has, has become what it is because of, of who the people are. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know that the, the Cowboys had any ill will towards the Falcons last year when, when, when they came to town and and they played them on behalf of Dan Quinn, but they had their way very easily with the Falcons. And um, I, I just, if it were me, if I was a Cowboys player, I would certainly I mean, it's impossible to care more than 100%, but it would be on my mind if this one was from Mike McCarthy.
3: How important is it for the Cowboys' offense? Dak's been back for a couple of weeks. This is a bad Green Bay defense. How important is it for Kellen Moore to keep that seatbelt on and not get too cute?
14: I mean, I think that's essential. That's probably the most important thing. I mean, you know, we could sit here and, and, and RJ can, can get all emotional and, and all caught up in the moment, but. Uh, the most important thing is, is just to kind of keep the train rolling, um, and, and it's you know every game matters, and you can't look too far ahead. But you're you're in the middle of this little three-game gauntlet right now. The season is all about. It's like swimming. You take a breath, you go underwater, and you you've submerged once again. You got to make it through these these two A or NFC North road trips against Green Bay and Minnesota, and then that quick turnaround against the Giants on Thanksgiving Day before you you get a little bit of a reprieve uh, before you host the fraudulent Indianapolis Colts, and so. I mean, you, you can't. Like, you've, you've got to buckle down. You've got to hold on. You've, you know, you're, you're climbing onto the bull. you got to make it 12, 13 seconds. And so you, you can't try something that, that you're not familiar with at, at the three- or four-second mark because this is a little bit of a marathon right here.
2: Uh, you mentioned the uh, Thanksgiving Day game. Uh, I'm going to take you even further down the road, and I know we're, we're doing a little projecting here, but on uh, during the Christmas break when the Eagles and the Cowboys hook up at AT&T, is that going to be for the East Championship?
14: I mean, you know, it's so hard, right, because, you know, the NFL is a different world today than it was two weeks ago. Right. So, I mean, that's it's a, a month and change away. Um, but I, I would posit that it, it might be for the, the number one seed in the NFC. I mean, you know, and, and inherently the NFC East. I mean, um, we'll see what, what the Vikings look like. Obviously, they, they've got a, a, a bit of a tough stretch ahead of them. I'm a believer in them. I know some people. Um, kind of think that that they've been the benefits of an easy schedule to this point in the season. But if the Cowboys beat them, they obviously knock them down a a peg and establish the tiebreaker over them. And and the Eagles have already beaten the Vikings. So You're talking about at that point, it's it's a two-horse race between Dallas and Philly, um, both for the division and for the conference title, or at least the the number one seed. That's what happened to San Francisco and Seattle um, three years ago. That game went down to to the final game of the regular season, if you recall, uh, in Seattle, and San Francisco stopped them at the one-yard line. And so you go from being the number one seed, having the one bye, to being the five seed, the top wild card. You have to travel for a road playoff game right away. There's a lot at stake. I mean, that is, this this is a big game, but that's the biggest game of the season that's remaining on Christmas Eve.
3: RJ, the way this team is constructed right now today, is this team capable of going to the Super Bowl?
14: I think the answer to that is yes. But but part of the, the reason why, is the world they're living in, right? I mean, they, they live in a in a world, and I don't want to take anything away from them, but the, the NFL is a little bit down, right? I think we're we're a little bit less scared, right? The you know we're 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 scared of the dark, right? Like all of us collectively, but it's it's a little bit less dark than normal, right? Like it's still nighttime, but, but there's a little bit more street light like that. The moon is brighter, um, so, so the dark isn't as intimidating. And so, yeah, I mean, the opportunities there and. If you think about it, I mean, you know, who, who are you scared of in the NFC? Like the Eagles? I think that we all think this team can play with them. You, you're scared of, I mean, all due respect, you're scared of Geno Smith and the Seahawks. You're scared of the, the Bucks If if they wind up winning the division, you got to go there. Are you scared, you're really scared of the Vikings? I mean, it's it set itself up to, to be conquerable, and so – um i don't mean to put too much into this year but if you can't get it done right now right here in this moment in time it's going to stink because whoever does we're gonna we're all going to look back at this 2022 season and say man that team took advantage of of the fact that offense was down of the fact that that they could kind of hold on and survive um obviously we all hope it's the cowboys
3: okay go back to the first question then is that why they should sign obj right now push all your chips on the table
14: Hell yeah. I mean, like, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that they should sign Odo Buckham Jr. Um, and I know a lot of people are kind of, uh, you know, what's going on? Why is it taking so long? Just do it already. Get him in the building. He's got to be medically cleared. I mean, so uh, this is a, a patient process. But I do think my, my own perception, just just my own opinion, is that I think everybody understands the, the situation and the circumstances and that they're close and, and that this can be done. And that that's why you know I cannot recall I have followed the cowboys incredibly closely for the better part of a decade from a you know a, a social standpoint, but certainly all throughout my life. I cannot recall them being This vocal, uh, as a team, I mean, you're talking about the head coach. Look, Jerry saying he would look good with a strong helmet is so meaningless to me, right? Like, that's welcome to a normal Tuesday. But Mike McCarthy saying it, Micah Parsons being so public, Zeke Elliott being so public. Zeke Elliott outright declared, we want OBJ. That's different. That's not dancing around it that's dancing right through the middle of the dance floor, I think that they know it's going to happen, or at least they're trying to manifest it. So, yeah, I mean, do it right now. Who cares? Money? All right, cool. They got it. Figure it, this, this is why you, you saved up all that money. You saved it for a rainy day. It's pouring outside. Get the blanket. Let's sit on the couch. Make a cup of hot tea and watch Odell Beckham play for the game.
2: <laughs> all right. Uh, as always, entertaining. Uh, and uh, we appreciate your time, as always, RJ. What What do you got coming up on Blog of the Boys?
14: Well, it is an emotional week. And so we're, we're just kind of, we're riding that train, right? Like why, why be, you know, so morose about it? Oh, it's just another game. No, I I want this one so bad. And I will admit uh, I'm, I'm a bit arrogant in a sports sense because the Astros won the world series. So I'm I'm walking tall, you know, maybe that's, that's kind of got me feeling uh, a little bit stronger in my boots, but uh, we've got some preview content up on our YouTube channel to get ready for Sunday's game. And and we want to end the Packers season. We want to break their spirits. We want to break their will. Um, we, we want to just roll through the village and take everything they have and, and leave them sad for us having been there.
2: As always, RJ, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.
14: Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend.
2: You bet. Okay. You're... Oh,
14: he's the best. Oh,
2: he's fun. Just a quick thought because we are way past time, but just a quick thought. Uh-huh. Uh, the only the only question, no, no, there's two questions. Number one, can he play with, with the injuries? And number two, does he change the dynamic of the locker room? If he if he goes into that because he is a personality.
3: I okay. First question I can't answer. Second question, I I think he lifts this locker room a little bit, gives them a little more swagger. Uh, I don't think he 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 is a problem in the locker room. I think they get a little more swagger with him. And the other and thing, how
2: does the room? How does the wide receiver
3: room? Well, I it 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 should open arms embrace him because it makes that room everybody in that room better. Every stinking one in that room better. He may not get a catch. He may get one catch. But he draws attention, and that opens up somebody else. Just put him on the field, and he'll draw attention and give CD and the other guys, Gallup and the other guys, some some opportunities to make some catches because he will draw attention. It makes that room 100%
2: better. There you go, 749. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us on a uh, Thursday morning. Hey, don't forget uh, we are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, and we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. Uh, Not too early to be thinking about those Christmas shopping opportunities. I'm telling you, uh, you're you're starting to see some of those TV commercials and radio commercials, and everybody's kind of starting to get going, but Morrison's Gifts, they've had their layaway program going for a while, and you still can be a part of that maybe you want to get something now and you want to you you want to spread out the payments over a few weeks you could certainly do that and, and, and then you're going to be the hero at christmas time we're talking about john hart products we're talking about consuela products bags totes purses you know the you know the drill jelly cat plush animals over 70 other lines of uh, gifts and gourmet items and look guys uh you, look we do a lot of things but we don't do shopping very well. So let the folks at Morrison's Gifts kind of guide and direct you, and let them help you hook up a great Christmas gift for that special someone in your life and then you can pay it out over uh, over you know several weeks here before christmas so you can do that through the layaway program great great idea great shopping opportunity for you and uh look it's a locally owned and operated place they're gonna they're gonna give you the time that you need and deserve when you're in there shopping i mean i walk in there all the time and go no clue help me and away we go so that's uh that's kind of the way it works at morrison's gifts they'll take good care of you a Baylor alumni owned business. It's a locally owned business and they're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. That's next to Jason's Deli. We're talking about Morrison's Gifts. Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday for a Salute to Heroes
8: showdown with the Kansas State Wildcats. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni
0: Tailgate Show. Live from Touchdown Alley on the Banks of the Brazos. 6 p.m. kickoff from inside McLean Stadium. Bears, Kansas State,
8: right here on the flagship station for Baylor Bear football, ESPN
0: Central Texas.
8: 5P Contract Services is family-owned and operated. 5P Contract Services has specialized in repurposing and restoring homes of all ages and size. 5P Contract Services calls Crawford, Texas home. 5P is dedicated to its community and a leader in the roofing and construction industry with success for over 25 years. Let 5P Contract Services plan, price, and produce any new or repurposed vision you dream of. Tackle all projects with 5P
0: with your house's lid. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
13: At Metro
11: by T-Mobile you can save more. Now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40 period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds and metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus t-mobile due to prioritization video streams and sd requires eligible port in c store for details
6: early each morning as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers then prepare the food the owners of bush's chicken are working for you our owners are husbands and wives sisters and brothers we are family and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. InCommons Bank is rooting for all of our local teams this football season. While you gear up for game days this fall, why not earn money at the same time? With the new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank, you can earn money every time you swipe your debit card. Earn while snagging spirit shirts, snacks, and supplies for celebrations after the big win with the Mars Rewards debit card. It's the perfect card for everyday purchases. Visit us in person or online at InCommonsBank.com forward slash Mars to find out more information. Member FDIC. Hi,
12: Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254-749-6069.
0: Your leader in high school school sports ESPN Central Texas All right, 756
2: high school football playoffs tonight and tomorrow night. And, boy, I cannot wait. We got a we got a lot of great games in Central Texas. Ryan, walk us through the playoffs and uh in in our picks for uh for the by district round. I mean, does he really need to pick? Hey, well, he's not going to fill out the form until. No. He's got a secondary form that he filled. I know Uh, he filled one out. Okay.
15: Yeah, Yeah, my backup's in in the cupboard in the office. I'm sure it is. Yeah, the blank one. Yeah, the blank one. That's exactly right. Go ahead. Walk us through. All right, so game one, the game we'll have on cool on Friday night. University at McCallum. Ward? University. I'm going with the Trojans as well. Trojans across the board. Walks a hatchie at Temple. Tom? This is going to be a closer game than most people think. I'm going Temple at home. Wildcats. Aaron and I are going Temple as well. Whitney at Teague. This game will be played tonight at uh, Hewitt Panther Field. Who do you have in this one, Tom? I got Teague in this one. I got Teague. Uh, Aaron and I are going to take Whitney in this one. Rosebud Lot at Axtell. This game is also tonight. This will be played at Rocket Field and Robinson. Who do you have in this one, Ward? Axtell. Axtell for me as well, Tom.
2: I just changed my mind to Axtell.
15: And then Aaron is the outlier here. He's going to go with Rosebud Lott. Lake Belton at Burleson Centennial. Aaron and I will take the Centennial Spartans in this one.
3: As
2: will I. <laughs> yes, Centennial.
15: La Vega at Kennedale. This is a rematch. Uh, La Vega took the first game 34-7 all the way back in week one. But Maybe yeah.
2: the toughest district in that 4A Division one. I'm going La Vega. Ward.
15: He's thinking about it. Kennedale. Uh, Aaron and I are going to go with the Pirates. Bremont at Falls City. Bremont. Bremont. Bremont across the board. And then probably the game of the week in the entire state of Texas. Lorena at Columbus. Aaron and I will take the Columbus Cardinals in this one.
2: I'm telling you, there's nothing that Columbus can do that Lorena hasn't seen this year playing that schedule. I'm going Lorena. Leopards. No and doubt. then
15: a tough one here for the Gray Wolves. Shoemaker will be at Bearcat Stadium to take on Alito. Alito, Bear. Cats. Alito across the board. And then our final game, Rio Vista, will be taken on Marlin. I'll take Marlin.
3: I will
2: not take Rio Vista. I will take Marlin.
15: Marlin across the board. And that is the by district
2: pick'ems. All right, there you go. Hey, Jeff Wilson from Frogs.com coming up in a couple of minutes. But right now, it's the voice of the bears. John Morrison. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program.
12: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears.
9: Everybody's a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, talking Baylor men's and women's basketball and football on Saturday. Details straight out on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
0: The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Say big on our
2: great selection of new cars and trucks, like the new 2022 Ram Trucks. These legendary award-winning
0: trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram Trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather-trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels & Waco, the place to shop Ram Trucks.
9: Light the tower green, the Banner Bear.
12: now, doing his part in preparing champions for life. Here's the voice of the Bears,
9: and welcome back today. Our weekly visit with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes, beginning with Baylor women's basketball back in action on the floor in the Farrell Center tonight.
16: Yeah, women's basketball tonight versus uh, Incarnate Word, seven seven p.m. And as you mentioned, uh, successful season opener versus uh, versus Lamar, and had some great performances. Uh, one of them by by freshman Bella um Roy, she she was great you know had uh 17 points another newcomer asia transfer from uh from missouri had uh 17 as well and then uh Jayden owens recorded her first career double double 11 points and, and 12 assists
9: great win for the women back in action tonight and the baylor men great opener on monday and they play tomorrow night
16: yeah play play tomorrow night against uh norfolk state that should be a f- familiar opponent since uh we played them in the first round of the NCAA tournament, so a really good basketball program. And again, they had a, a successful opener, as you mentioned. You know, Mississippi Valley State, um, six thousand plus <laughs> uh, uh, young young kids in the in the Farrell Center.
9: So basketball, plenty of that, and football. What a big game coming up Saturday evening.
16: Yeah, it's a it's a huge game, you know. And we talk about meaningful games toward the end of the season. And, and we have one and we're hosting one against a a great opponent in Kansas state, you know, both teams, six and three coming in four and two, you know, second place, big 12, you know, both teams very much in the hunt for the, for the championship and uh, yeah, great, great, uh, great opponent and, uh, and big game. And, you know, quite frankly, you know, we, we need this game sold out when we think about, you know, just home field advantage and, and giving our program every opportunity to to win a a big game, a meaningful game like this toward the end of the season needs to be, needs to be, you know, uh, sold out with Baylor fans. Um, And, you know, we, we hear a little bit about, you know, some of our, our fans selling their, their tickets on the secondary market. That's, it's not good. Mm -hmm. We we need Baylor fans in those seats and, uh, and create this, uh, this, unbelievable, you know, environment, you know, that that's electric for our, for our team. Thanks
9: Mac. And that's our time for today. More tomorrow on our next Baylor sports beat.
6: Have you been to Sam's bar in union hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving regionally inspired Texas style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some summer lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. It's time to start prepping for your football festivities at Specs.
8: Specs knows tailgating in Texas is serious business. And that's why we've got a seriously big selection of everything you need to turn every game into the big game. Raise your team spirits to new heights with world-class wines, craft cocktails, ice-cold beers, and enough gourmet snacks to keep your team fueled up for
7: the season. It's tailgate season at Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games this week in college football, including LSU versus Arkansas, TCU versus Texas, Kansas State versus Baylor, Alabama versus Ole Miss, Washington versus Oregon. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wines, Spirits, and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. From the Alan Samuels Dodge
0: Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business.
2: It is hour two of the program, and this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, your first word in sports. Remember, if you missed anything on the program today, you can always go to syntexsportsfan.com. And uh, we get the podcast up, and you can check that out. Jay Mo's podcast, as well as Matt Mosley's podcast, all right there at syntexsportsfan.com. All right, uh, coming up, uh, we, as we mentioned Saturday, Baylor and Kansas State, as well as Texas and TCU. So the top four teams in the conference are squaring off on Saturday. And uh, down in Austin, it is Texas and TCU. And we welcome into the program from FrogsToday.com and from RangersToday.com, Jeff Wilson. Jeff, good morning. How are we?
4: Uh, good. One hey. of the dot coms in my in my title.
2: <laughs> exactly. Let's begin with let's begin with TCU in Texas. First of all, eh, talk to me about this TCU football team. Obviously, with with the coaching change and the changes that were going on within the program, I don't think anybody saw nine and zero, did they?
4: No, I don't. I don't think. know, so. uh, yeah, this team went five and seven last year. They 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 finished poorly. You know, after after Gary Patterson was. Fired or, or whatever, whatever wording you want to use on that. And um, but they did bring back a lot of guys. I think that's where it starts. You know, Sunny Dykes did a good job of keeping the guys in the program. Now, I mean, they lost a couple of guys. You know, the, the Zach Evans kid went to went to Ole Miss. But you know, they had Kenry Miller, who's been a, a really good running back. He's over a thousand yards this season. And uh, I think Mel Kiper has Kenry Miller ahead of, of uh, Zach Evans on his big board of running backs. So. Uh, there hasn't been a drop off there. Uh, you know, Max Duggan has really kind of taken to the system. He doesn't make any mistakes. Uh, a veteran guy. And, you know, he, he didn't win the job to, to open the season either. So that just kind of shows you, you know, you, you need a little luck along the way. And uh, offensively, they've been very good. Defensively, uh, they've been good at times. I think last week was probably their best game against Tech. Um, you know, Tech is a different animal, of course. But, um we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, 9-0, no chance that anybody thought, thought that was happening.
3: Is Quentin Johnson going to be able to go on Saturday?
4: Uh, you know, he, he ran into a couple of uh, reporters, and he was in a, in a walking boot. This is, uh, shoot, I think it was Tuesday. And he said he, said he was playing, no doubt about it. Um, the, 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 the Frogs coaching staff isn't quite as uh, uh, certain about that. You know, I I think if he just gets on the field for a limited number of snaps, you know, if they can put him in the right situation, uh, I think it would make a world of difference. So um, I I don't I don't know if he will be 100 percent. I don't don't know how much he's going to play, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if he's on the field
2: is is what what does this game in Austin come down to? How, How does the 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 Longhorn faithful affect this football game or do they?
4: Well, I don't, you know, I don't know. You know, TCU's played Texas pretty well here in the last, let's say, well, let, since since joining the Big 12. You know, their their record is well above 500 against Longhorns. Um, so I don't, I don't know that there's an intimidation factor. You know, the last time that, that TCU played in Austin, they, they won the game. Max Duggan was the quarterback. So uh, the, there's there's some of that. Um, I, I think that you know the you, you heard the the college football playoff committee. Uh, Mentioned it, and it, it's true. You know, TCU hasn't started fast. They've fallen behind uh, opponents. Yeah, I think they've trailed in each of their last, I don't know, five or six games. You know, it's, at some point in the first half. Um,
2: Why is and, that, and
4: Jeff? It, I, I don't know. I, I, really, I really don't know because once they get things going, it's fine. You know, and and um, you know the, the defense is a read and react kind of kind of defense. So maybe it takes them a little while to get the read. I don't know. Um, the, the offense last week was probably their worst first half since uh, the, the season opener. To be honest, or the Kansas game. So um, I, it, 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 it's a weird thing, you know, because these guys uh, they, they they get up early. You know, they practice. They're practicing right now. They practice at eight in the morning, um, and, and you know they 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 should be ready to, to start now. But they, for whatever reason, they haven't. But they're aware of it, so they're they're trying to mix things up and do things in practice that will get them going sooner. But They can't fall behind a big hole. You saw what Kansas, uh, the Kansas State game, Texas Kansas State is a twenty-one point game at at halftime, and Kansas State didn't come all the way back. TCU TCU can't dig itself a a big hole. It'd be pretty hard to come back from on the road.
3: What's this? What's the difference in this Joseph Gillespie defense?
4: You know, I, I mean, it it is entirely different from what Gary Patterson did. Uh, uh, It's it's a three man front, so that's that in itself is different. they try to keep everything in front of them. You know, it's, it's kind of a, a bend, not break philosophy, I guess, but uh, they they their frogs have been better when it comes to like a more stationary quarterback. So, you know, they got to Texas tech last week a couple of times. Uh, they, they had pretty good pressure at West Virginia. So the more, the more, the less mobile a quarterback is, the better the defense is. And I guess you can say that about everybody, but uh, they, they just seem to have, an ability to get more pressure and 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 cause more problems when when it's just uh a, a, you know not a dual threat guy. So uh, that's something to keep an eye on. You know if they can rattle Quinn Ewers. I know he's a talented freshman, but he's still a freshman. You saw what happened at Oklahoma State. Uh, being at home is a different thing, of course. But if you can get to him and figure figure out a way to rattle him. That could that could definitely help help out the Frogs' cause.
2: You mentioned Gary Patterson a moment ago. Is Gary Patterson? a consultant in Austin, Texas next fall, or is he a head football coach someplace else?
4: Well, I mean, I, I think he took this this job on, on Steve Sarkeesian's staff to to sign up his resume, if you will, and, and make it look a little better. And, you know, there are a couple fits for him. I think that, uh, you know, he Nebraska he's probably not Nebraska's number one uh, target, though he's interviewed uh, for, for their posts in the past. Uh, I, I think, uh, honestly, I think Colorado is a good fit for for Gary. Um, you know, it's it's a, a small. You know, Boulder is is pretty close to Denver, but it's definitely separated, and it's a it's a smaller town. Um, there's a lot of potential. Colorado. I, I grew up there, so I saw the Bill McCartney years, and um, I, I know that that Colorado can can do things in football, and um, I, th- I think I think that's the job to keep an eye on. Honestly, I, I think he would. I think he would be a good fit there.
3: Can the frogs stay undefeated Saturday in Austin?
4: Yeah, they can. I mean, I, you know, I think, I think people have been asking that for for seven weeks now. Can TCU stay undefeated? And they and they they've found a way. I mean, it just you know Texas is big up front, so that's going to affect uh, how TCU moves the ball on the ground. I think, but um, you know, say what you will about the Texas offense and the talent they have. With, with Dejan Robinson and Ewers and Xavier Worthy, but um, that defense will yield some yards and some points. And and, and TCU, TCU lead, I think, leads the nation in chunk plays or, you know, whatever BS stat that is. But they, they move the ball, and they can they can find a way to beat you pretty good. And, and you know, speaking of Gary Patterson, you know, a lot of people think that he's going to have this magical influence on the defense. But if you look at what SMU did to Patterson the last two years they scored 83 combined points in those two games so you know i think gary patterson could study uh the sunny dykes garrett riley offense for for two years and, and still have problems stopping it
2: <laughs> let's uh let's switch gears real quick and talk a little bit about the uh, the texas rangers obviously they uh they intend on spending some money again this offseason and they made a move the other day uh with with a pitcher coming out of atlanta and a good start to to their offseason
4: yeah you know it's it's a sneaky good move for for Jaygo because it's not going to cost them a lot. You know the Braves are picking up a lot of the salary. The Rangers cleared out a, a pitcher and, and Colby Allard who who's um, not quite there. You know he he's probably a four A pitcher. Um, so it, it's a good trade and and you know they didn't have to give up their their really good prospects uh, to get him. So so that's a, that's a good start. You know. Yeah. Depending on how much of the salary Atlanta's picking up, I mean the Rangers are gonna probably pay less than ten million dollars for this guy. So, uh that's not bad. If you can get a, a, a veteran, dependable starter for, for that price on a team that is starving for starting pitching, it's a it's a it's a pretty good pretty good way to start the off
2: What will his role be? Will he be a four or a five in the rotation? Yeah, assuming the assuming
4: the Rangers off season plan goes the way they're hoping, you know, they, they want to get uh, some, some a bigger name starting pitcher, you know, one of the top three agents. And and they even have more flexibility if they want to add add somebody uh, via trade. So, um, yeah, I, w- I would expect that, that Odorizzi would be a four or five, um, is, you know, is, if everything goes as planned again. You know, you can have a lot of money, and the Rangers have known this in the past and uh, have have dangled money in front of, in front of uh, big free the four and have been turned down. So just because he had the money doesn't always mean that they're going to sign, but, um, and that's also what people thought about, you know, the, the, the big name short stops last year and the Rangers signed Corey Seeger and Marcus Simeon. So, uh, we'll see what happens there, but, um, yeah, they, they, they are not done by a long shot.
3: Do the Rangers get Clayton Kershaw?
5: <laughs>
4: you know, I, it, it's interesting, you know, it, they they definitely want him. It's it's probably going to be a one-year deal, maybe a two-year deal. You know, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get about 20 starts. Uh, You're going to get some, some moxie, obviously a guy who's been there and and done that. And one of the best left-handed pitchers, you know, probably baseball history if we're, if we're being honest. Um, But he, you know, he's aware of his legacy, I think. And, and I, you know, all players want to finish their career with one team. I don't think there's any question about it, you know, and, and, And uh, I think it came down to that last year. And also, you know, the Dodgers do give him a a better chance of winning. And and I know the, you know, the Rangers think they're going to contend for a playoff spot in 2023. But if you're being realistic and you're being honest, that's not the case. And the Dodgers, of course, are going to be at the top of the NL West. So uh, if if it comes down to winning and legacy, then then Clayton Kershaw is going to stay in L.A.
2: Jeff, what do the Rangers have to do to win next year? You just talked well, about contending for a playoff spot. What what has yeah. to happen besides win games? But I mean, what do they got to do to 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 get there and, and really be a legitimate uh, team to to compete?
4: Yeah, they they have to obviously they have to pitch better. So they they do need they do need starting pitching. There's no question about it. I mean, you know, every team could use Jacob Degrom, let's say, or, or Carlos Rodon. Um, but the Rangers need a couple of them. Uh, and, and then the offense. you know, the offense. if you look at the numbers, wasn't terrible. Uh, in fact, it was probably among the better offenses in, in the American league, but they didn't hit well against like good teams. You know, you can go and kind of dissect who the playoff teams were and, and look at how the Rangers did against them. So that's kind of the next step. They have to be able to hit elite pitching. So they need elite pitching and they have to figure out how to hit it. And, uh, that's that's a pretty big jump to to go from 68 wins to what you're hoping is 90 in a, in a playoff spot so um i you know where there's a will there's a way i guess and and if they <laughs> if they want to try to buy buy a playoff team they can but i really don't think um rangers fans should expect that you know they're going to be rolling out uh justin verlander and clayton kershaw and jacob Degrom and and, and all of that. I think there's still a plan. You know, they still want to get Jack Leiter and Kumar rocker and, and, and Cole Wynn and all these young starters, a, a chance here, not this year, but probably next year. So I would think that, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a, a, a tough road to hoe. If, if the Rangers want to make the playoffs.
2: All right, Jeff, man, we appreciate it. Tell us a little bit about, uh, frogstoday.com and of course, rangerstoday.com.
0: Yeah.
4: You know, uh, if, if we're being honest frogs today, is it's trying to, to follow the model of, of Sikkim 365. You know, we do, we do a lot of shows and, um, you know, try to, try to move the needle on, on TCU coverage, you know, that the, the traditional outlets can't do. Um, so it, it, it's pretty fun. It's, it's kind of refreshing to get back on the, on the college scene. I love college athletics more than anything. So um, that's good. And then rangerstoday.com is mine, all mine. And, uh, you know, shoot, I'm, I think I've written every day that's off season so far. I'm going to take off some time at Thanksgiving, but uh, lots of news out there. And th- the next the next five days is going to be pretty big for the Rangers. So uh, it's it's only five ninety nine a month or $60 a year.
2: Hey, Jeff, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Have I'll a great day. It. Thanks. You bet. Right. Jeff Wilson from uh, frogstoday.com and rangerstoday.com. Seven, uh, make that 818. I told you guys, you don't believe me when I tell you stuff. He said that the Rangers think that they're a playoff team. No, I think that they're a, that's not what he said. What did he say? He said they're a year away. He said they are a year away, but he said the Rangers think that they can win in 2023. Well, they're delusional. No, just like you. they're not. They are the AL West champions <laughs> next year. Yeah. Okay. You think the Astros can keep it on the track again? Yes. No. Absolutely. No. I'm proud of the Astros. They carry the AOS banner for us. Mhm. Just kind of, they were the warm-up act for the Rangers <laughs> next year. Rangers can't
3: even get the banner out of the
2: sack. Ah, oh, they are uh, Houston's just that warm-up act for the Rangers. Negative. State <laughs> 19. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas game day live on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor athletics. Game Day Live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Join us this Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock from Touchdown Alley at McLean Stadium as we get you ready for the Bears and the Kansas State Wildcats. We'll have scores, interviews, and a whole lot more, so join us this Saturday at 2 o'clock for game day live presented by the Office of
6: Baylor Alumni on ESPN Central Texas.
4: TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC.
13: we okay.
3: you
0: Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas.
12: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho.
11: Are you ready for some football? It's football season, so stop in at Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco. Come watch football at the bar and enjoy specialty margaritas, or stop in before the game and enjoy any of their great menu items like their famous tomatillo enchilada, Mexican toquitos, or Pollo del mar. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., and open till 11 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays. Los Cucos Mexican Cafe in Waco, located off West Loop 340.
17: The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, November 12th, and Sunday, November 13th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show, more than just ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, November 12th, 9 to 5, and November 13th from 10 to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center.
3: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar. Or even the man cave think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that mother nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams and Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams and Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams and Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams and Sons Roofing
0: with your house's lid. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, 824, this is game time here
2: on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. Coming up at uh, the bottom of the hour in about five or six minutes, we'll visit with Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib. Right now, (laughs) it is time to be informed. (laughs) Again, I I start the introduction and you start giggling. I do not understand.
11: It's kind of like a giggle laugh because I never know which way this is going to go with you guys.
2: Neither it's, do we. <laughs> Yeah, join
11: the club. Join
2: the club.
11: Oh, my goodness.
2: All right, what do you got going this morning?
11: Artistic roller skating. It's a sport. No, it's it is a, not.
2: It's a thing.
11: It's a thing, and they it's have... It's not even it's, a thing.
2: It's
3: like it's ice skating like, but on, on roller skates.
11: Yes, but... So you they have everything that ice skaters do. Like, you know, when they do the loops, I have to do loops and spins. I have to... Uh, do a formation. They have different types of artistic roller skating. They have the American dance where you do like the tango or the foxtrot. Mm-hmm. You have a free dance where you can't do any jumps or spins. I guess you just skate in a circle. I don't know. You have free skating where you can do all the tricks. You have couple skating. But here's what's really cool. They have precision skating. That's 12 to 24 roller skaters out there. Roller skating, and they're like holding hands and they're kicking. It's so cool. Well, they. Tom
3: used to do that at Skate
11: World.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You ready? Go the
11: other way. (laughs) But I mean, that's kind of hard. If you look it up on YouTube, it's really hard. I would think you would collide. I mean, if there's 12 of you or 24 of you on a roller rink and you have to cross each other, I mean, I couldn't do it. Really? (laughs) Yeah. but they actually have different uh, i guess what you call it like gyms clubs around the country where you can actually learn to do all this they mm-hmm. actually have a place in Katy Texas called Skate Texas so we could go down there and try it the we four could. of us
2: <laughs> we could the four
11: of us could go down there and try to do prison we can uh skate try to in, do prison prison Precision.
2: Have you ever Precision. roller skated?
11: Yes, I used to go all the time in the seventh and eighth grade. That was where you pick. That was a How pickup joint. How long ago joint. was that? A few years ago. That was a <laughs> that was a pickup
2: <laughs> joint. It was. Lord, a pickup joint.
3: Yeah,
11: when you were in the eighth What's grade. A- well, you know, you can't date. Well, I couldn't date in eighth grade. I'm a preacher's daughter, so I couldn't even do anything. So I would go to the <laughs> roller rink.
16: Wait a minute, but back, back once she got to the to ninth th- grade, truck <laughs> up. What?
11: No, I was a good girl until my senior year. Ah,
2: uh, easy now,
11: girl. easy.
15: <laughs> I ain't Ryan, going- have you ever roller skated? I have. We actually went on our eighth grade trip. Okay. We went, we went, to, we went to Skate G. World. We went to Skate World here.
11: It's like a field trip. Let's take a field trip.
3: We used to go all the time. Yeah. I mean, that was the that thing. That was to the do. thing in junior high. Yeah. And you yeah. couldn't
11: wait for the couples.
3: I just didn't know skate. if his generation well, even know, yeah. saw a roller rink.
15: Yeah. It was part of our eighth grade trip. We did like a combo. We went to Skate World and then we went to McLean Stadium because that was the year it opened and we took a tour of it. So that was oh. it. Oh,
2: well, that's a. Interesting combination, yeah. mm-hmm. skating and football stadium tour. They tours. do have yeah. a, a governing
3: <laughs> body for roller skating. It is called the the acrobat skating, mm-hmm. artistic roller skating, whatever you want to call it. World Skate Association. It is not an Olympic sport, but it is in the World Games. From Italy does it. To oh, present. You,
11: you've never heard of the WSA? Nope, but Italy <laughs> does it. <laughs> but it's kind of cool, especially if you got 12 to 24 people on the in the rink trying to do all these turns and kicks. Mm-hmm. We should go try it. The I think we ought to do
2: dodgeball on skates. Be no, great. that would hurt. That'd be fun.
11: That'd be fun. Let's do it. Let's, everybody in the building. All right, I need you to go sell something today. be like rollerball. What's rollerball? Kick the ball?
2: Well, it's kind of
3: like roller derby, but with the ball, and you knock people out. Oh. You ever seen roller derby?
11: Yes, that's oh, that's, that's pretty cool.
2: crazy. I'd never figured out how they score, but it was always fun to knock watch them over them sling, the rail. That's a sling, point. Yes, <laughs> when they would sling one, you know, around the slingshot. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All, all right, eight twenty uh, eight. This is game time. Have a good day, Stephanie. You Thank too. you. We appreciate all that that data there that uh, we'll we'll store someplace. I want to go the roller rink. Yeah, really. Uh, we used to go to the one on Lake Here Drive, no Waco Drive. It was on Waco Drive. Let's we used go. Used to go there all the time. Let's go. I don't, I don't even think it's there anymore. I was going to say, is there one? Oh, there's, there's one on now? There, There's skate or- world over in Bellmead, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's, so there's and there's around. one. There's there's one over. Yeah. There's another one in town.
3: I didn't. I didn't know that they yeah. still existed.
2: I think it's is that industrial? No, it's uh. I don't know what street it's. it's, it's right off of Waco Drive. How about that. I know that? what you're talking about. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. There you go. There's there's a couple. Well, there you go. All right, uh, 828, Bryce Sherry of the Waco Trib is coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business where you can save big during the Black Friday sales event. It is going on right now uh, at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. 2022 Ram trucks, big savings opportunities there. They've got an award-winning dealership, award-winning products And of course, an award-winning service department all at Alan Samuel's Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You wanna, you wanna just start. If you haven't done business with Alan Samuel's, you you wanna start. Ted Ting and his staff are gonna take great care of you. If you have, then you know that that relationship, and it's more than just a business transaction with them. It is. A relationship and in the continuation of a relationship, you can do that at Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. You're going to get a great deal on a vehicle and uh, they're going to make you a great deal. That's what they do, Ted Teague and his staff. It's 201 West Loop 340. They're just down from Highway 84. Alan Samuels, your friend of the car business.
8: Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball, all season long on ESPN Central Texas.
9: The Baylor women back in action Thursday evening at the Farrell Center hosting Incarnate Word. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Thursday for Baylor
8: Women's Basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malco
0: for Baylor Women's Basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas.
13: Losing Lender.
9: Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com.
3: Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is hiring team members for all shifts. Weekday, weekend, and overnight shifts available. Starting wages up to $20 an hour. Benefits after 30 days. Competitive and on-demand pay. 401k matches. Bonus potential. Tuition reimbursement. Tractor Supply Store discounts and much more. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is located at 2801 Corporation Parkway. Apply online at tractorsupply.jobs. That's tractorsupply.jobs. Or you can even
0: text tractor DC to 25000. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports.
2: Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over.
17: Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range is open. The -the state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop
6: 340 in Waco.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
10: I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. The high school postseason gets underway tonight with China Spring hosting Fort Worth Western Hills. Conley tangles with Giddings and Bryan, while West takes on Mejia at Waco ISD Stadium. You can hear that game on 92.9 Shooter FM. Week 10 of the NFL season gets underway tonight with Carolina hosting Atlanta. The Texas Rangers have acquired former Astros pitcher Jake Odorizzi and cash considerations from the Braves in exchange for pitcher Kobe Allard. Baylor women's basketball is on the court tonight against Incarnate Word. Tip-off is 7 o'clock at the Farrell Center, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. In the NBA, the Rockets lost at Toronto, 116-109. The Spurs lost in overtime to Memphis, 124-122. And the Mavericks lost at Orlando, 94-87.
0: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, eight thirty-five. This
2: is game time here on ESPN Central Texas and the uh, Sports Editor, the Waco Trib. Bryce Cherry joins us right now, and Bryce, we could probably spend a couple of hours talking about stuff. There is a ton going on. First of all, I want to begin with the uh, uh, the Nikki Collins signing of um, of a uh, really talented basketball player. Could you could you do the name for me? <laughs>
1: Considering it's only uh, day two of uh, her being in the Baylor program, I'm not even sure I can spell it right <laughs> without going back and look. Uh, oh. <laughs> her, let's just call her the big girl from Brazil. Uh, and yeah, six seven. Uh, you know, obviously Baylor has had some uh, some big girls on campus before. Uh, that worked out pretty well. Uh, we'll see what uh, what Nikki can can do with this young lady, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, kind of a kind of an interesting signing, and um, certainly, um, you know, Nikki has shown that um, you know her teams are going to launch the three a lot more than maybe Kim Mulkey's teams ever did but she still likes to have some, you know, some talented post players too. And, um, you know, so she certainly got some size with this one.
2: All right. Uh, let's, let's talk college football here. Uh, the top four teams in the conference squaring off, uh, Baylor and Kansas state on Saturday night. Does this game, as you, uh, as you research this game, does this game kind of remind you of two teams that are very similar to each other and, and how they want to play the game?
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, fact I you know had a story today about Baylor's running game and you know they're 19th in the country and and have certainly been clicking along at a pretty high level the last you know two or three games Uh, and then you go and you look and K-State is uh, like 15th in the country and, and you know averaging about seven more yards a game than than Baylor on the ground so very similar in their approaches um you know, and I think uh, very similar. Also, K State in in uh, you know a look looking back to the old Bill Snyder teams. I mean, you know the, the way they approach the game. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to play solid defense. Um, they're going to you know try to not beat themselves, not turn the ball over. I mean, it's just smart football. Um, and obviously they've got some guys that can fly around and make some plays and and that kind of thing too. I feel like Deuce Vaughn's been there, you know, ten years exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, after this year they'll be able to drop the Deuce. So uh, you know. <laughs> oh, Bryce. <laughs> uh, you know, I used it in a press box, and I've uh, I've trotted it out a couple times since, and uh, I figured. <laughs> I figure your your uh, radio show is PG
2: thirteen enough that. The <laughs> yeah, I, all the kids are in school. It's after eight o'clock. I appreciate you waiting until to after eight o'clock when the kids yeah, are in school. Yeah. Uh, what do you make? And maybe I'm maybe I'm reading too much into this. What do you make of of, of shaping over the last couple of weeks? Uh, I'm not going to say he's given up the slide, but he's sliding less and going forward more on on his runs and on his scrambles.
1: Yeah. Agreed. And uh, maybe some of that is just uh, the way they spot the ball. (laughs) Uh, You know, there's been a lot of slides where, um, you know, it's just, it's just the way they do it. Um, You know, though, you you may end up uh, down here at the 33 yard line, but they're going to spot you back at the 28. Um, So uh, yeah, he seemingly has, Gone head first a little more often than he was that he was going before. Um, you know, obviously the big thing that Baylor wants is just for him to uh, choose his spots and protect himself. Um, you know, there was there was uh, I think in a very season opener against Albany uh, a play where um, you know it was like yeesh, you know you gotta you gotta be a little more careful than that. And so I think Blake is is uh, getting that message. Uh, you know, while trying to still be aggressive at the same time, hey,
2: what, do you anticipate some more called runs for shaping? I know that you know with Kansas State Martinez, uh, he's going to run the football and he's going to throw the football. We know that. I mean, you can look at the numbers and, and tell that. It, it, do you anticipate some more runs, design called runs for shaping?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think what they're doing is working pretty well. Obviously, so much of what you do is also dictated by what the defense is showing and that kind of thing. So yeah, if it's there, I mean, I could see it, but, um, I also think, you know, again, when you have Richard Reese and when you have squirrel and Quayla Jones, I mean, get those guys, you know, the bulk of the carries and then take your shots with your QB, uh, you know, when they're there, but, He's he's not going to be I, I don't think one of their primary ball carriers.
2: Visiting with uh, Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald and uh, and Bryce, uh, the other thing that that's certainly noteworthy is the fact that this defensive unit has uh, has has gotten after it the last couple of weeks as far as takeaways, eight picks over the last two games, and w- where has that come from?
1: Yeah, I mean I think the light bulb has just come on for these guys. Um, you know they were preaching that robber and jacker thing all year, and now they've uh, they've figured out how to how to burglarize somebody. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it it's just been pretty incredible to watch. Um, that's, that's you know, in any stretch, that's a lot of picks. Um, and you know, obviously, uh, there's a lot of things that work in concert with each other to to make that happen. I think it helps that Baylor's pass rush. Has, has dialed up the pressure, um, certainly in that game in Lubbock. Um, they were able to, you know, to make that Texas Tech freshman just kind of a little uncomfortable. And, and certainly when you, when you put quarterbacks under pressure, they're going to make, you know, worse decisions, and they're going to, uh, you know, maybe not be as accurate with their throws. And so Baylor's taking advantage of some of that, but you still have to give a lot of credit to the guys on the back end that are actually, you know, making the picks um, and just being in the right spot at the right time. They're playing at a really high level right now. In fact, uh, I say, uh, you know, this this may be, uh, I don't know, controversial or what, but I say they're playing as as well as anybody in the big 12 right now um you know including tcu i mean i i feel like tcu is doing a great job of finding a way to win games but is anybody playing better than baylor in these last two or three games i don't think so
2: particularly when you consider the last two games have been on the road that's that's you know and it's we know it's hard to win on on the road in this league so with all that said who do you like saturday night
1: I like Baylor. Uh they're playing at home. They've got the momentum. Now, uh <laughs> let's face it, they've been a hard team to figure out. Mm-hmm. Right um, I-, I love I mean, what about this is a kind of a weird thing, but one of my favorite things is uh is when Dave Aranda, who we know is is very thoughtful, very kind of low key, you know, this is the way he talks and mm. he's just and And then all of a sudden he will say something and it'll amuse himself and he'll just make himself laugh. And I can remember after that Texas tech game where he was like talking about how well they played. Then he was like, and I don't know where that's been. (laughs) You know, he just starts cracking himself up. Uh, and he's right. I mean, you know, all of a sudden it's just like, uh, you know this team has just figured it out um and it it wasn't there before and now it is and it's it's kind of inexplicable but obviously uh the the work that they've put in has paid off and uh i guess it's kind of amusing
2: you know (laughs) and final thought on baylor football bryce is the one thing i love about uh dave aranda is he is uh Painfully honest. I mean, sometimes it's almost uncomfortable as honest as he can be with with uh, with the media talking about his football team. And I think, in truly, I think they have been searching all season long for that identity. I mean, I think they wanted that identity, you know, back in August, and I I don't think they got it. I think I think that's but kind of been a frustrating thing for Coach Aranda.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, And I think you're exactly right about his honesty and the way he's just so upfront about things. Uh it's one thing we've we've heard a coach say, uh, you know, oh, that's on me, uh, a million times. Mm-hmm. But for a coach to, you know, completely break down where uh you know he has screwed up or whatever, um, as Aranda has done so many times, um is is a little different. And and certainly uh, speaks to what you're talking about with just Dave's kind of uh, bluntness. I mean, you know, not not bluntness in a bad way, but just the, very transparent. The sheer, yeah, very transparent, sheer honesty, <clears throat> and it's uh it's refreshing. I mean, uh, and certainly, you know, he'll get he'll get deep into the X's and O's of things, and um, and you know, that's that's okay too. You learn something uh you know he's a little different as a as a talker but uh but i think uh, Baylor's got the right coach cuz he he likes it here and obviously he's got this program you know going in the right direction no doubt about it
3: Bryce there's a lot of games in central texas coming up tonight and tomorrow if you had your option what game are you at that you have to see
1: Well, I think, you you know, that's a pretty easy answer for me. I I would say uh, it's hard to beat a top 10 matchup in bi-district play, and that would be Lorena and Columbus. Uh, You know, that's number eight versus number three, I think, in Class 3A Division I. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I was talking about it yesterday. Um, You know, Every year, there are some three seeds that that make you know a, a deep run in the playoffs. I think Lorena is obviously that three seed that's certainly capable of that, but you know it's it's gonna start in a big way tonight. I mean you don't get to ease into the playoffs at all when you're playing Columbus, who's so very explosive but I mean at the same time, look at the schedule Lorena has played you know, is Columbus going to be any better than some of the teams that Marina's already faced, <laughs> you know, in terms of uh, China spring and Franklin and West. And, you know, so uh, the Leopards are, are battle tested. I, you know, obviously they have that state championship experience. A lot of guys still back from that team. That's going to be a fun game down in Pflugerville. And so to me, that's the answer as far as if you look at, a pretty enticing by district matchup. That's the one.
2: How many teams, and boy, this is the crystal ball question of the day. How many teams from central Texas get to AT&T this year?
1: Man, that is a really great question. Uh, you know, and I think I even mold that question over and came up with a number at some point, And I can't remember the number that I came up with, but I'm just going to say four right now, which is a good number. Uh, and you know, it, I, I'll give you—I don't know—five or six teams that uh, that'll be in that that mix of four. Basically, I, I say I, I say a couple of them get knocked off at some point. But you know, if you're telling me the likely candidates, we're talking about China Spring, we're talking about Crawford, we're talking about March, we're talking about West. Uh, I think you got to throw the Abbott Panthers into that mix. You know. Obviously, we're strong on the small school level in Central Texas. Um, you know, we have fewer uh, options in terms of, you know, 6As and 5A teams. Uh, and I don't think we have any of uh, those kind of teams that are going to make a run at state this year in, you know, the higher classifications. But but all those teams I just mentioned, uh, watch out. You know, those teams are going to be playing for a while.
3: What do you think about speaking of six A? And I'm going to be selfish in asking this, I guess, but the Walks and Indians coming in for a third time in a row to Wildcat Stadium to take on the Temple Wildcats in a by district matchup.
1: Certainly familiar opponents, uh, you know. I mean, um, so I, I think that bodes well for for Temple. Um, there there were a lot of matchups that if you're the Temple Wildcats, you would not want in by district coming out of that other district. So I think Waxahachie is one uh, at least you can, um, you know, you can handle. Uh, they, they Temple's still going to have to play well, but, you know, I do think that advantage that they have in 6A and 5A of, you know, given the higher seed, the, the home game is, is, a, is a big one. I mean, you know, you, you're comfortable. This is where you – know how to play and um you know you got your home fans all right there i think you know anytime you're at home obviously in the playoffs teams uh you know fans are going to travel well but anytime you're at home you're going to get a few extra people that you know might not have come so yeah i think i think uh you know temple's in a good spot because uh you know i'm not sure you would have wanted a duncanville or somebody like that
2: no i think you're correct 100 <laughs> percent. hey uh what do you got coming up uh in the trib over the next few days
1: yeah so you mentioned it right off the bat the uh, novemberness of all of this <laughs> that's happening uh it's it's a wild time it's a whirlwind uh I, I, I it was a blur yesterday. It was National Signing Day uh, for fall sports, and so pick your paper up, and you'll get a lot of that in today's paper. But we have coverage of ten high school football games over the next two days, as well as Baylor men's and women's basketball, and then obviously all the Baylor football you could want on Saturday uh, for Sunday's paper. So yeah, uh, plenty, plenty of, uh, of coverage. And so, um, we're all over it and it's, it's a fun time of year, but it is tiring.
2: I gotcha. Hey, so just out of curiosity, are are you my guest on Saturday or is John?
1: It's a great question. Uh, that was kind of an adventure last week. Let me just put it that way. We, uh, we made it to Norman in plenty of time. Um, I, 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 so I have, uh, some good friends in Oklahoma and I actually texted one about the location of our uh, media parking lot Mm -hmm. and he, he gave me really good directions. Uh, we managed to somehow pass that parking lot up and (laughs) before we could circle back to it, uh, we had our lovely photographer in the back seat call a, a photographer friend of his that, uh. Sent us to the wrong parking garage. That cost us about 45 minutes to I don't know an hour, maybe. <laughs> um, it was it was kind of a mess right around OU there. There were a lot of pedestrians, a lot of streets that were uh, blocked off. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was fun, and I, I missed I missed my radio uh, spot. So oh, I guess with y'all, with John, I, I, I could have called me, but. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I'm not blaming anyone. It was just kind of a crazy situation. But we eventually got parked and we eventually got in the building.
2: No, it sounds like you're blaming Rod all the way. Uh, (laughs) 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 All right, well, we'll figure it out. But if, I mean, I, you know, I didn't know if you were going to meander out to our location or if you were going to do it by phone. You know, you've been a meanderer once or twice. I guess I guess we'll see how the weather looks. I'll let us that. know. Let us know. All right. Hey, have a great day. We'll see you. That's Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribute. Herald's Day fifty three. We're back for the final word in just a moment.
16: <laughs> the Clifton Coaches Show with Brent Finney is brought to you by CNO Fencing, Clifton Feed, Citizen State Bank of Clifton, Leon's floor covering, and Royal House Pizza. Ghost,
3: congratulations, got the win on Friday night. Kind of keep that momentum going heading into the by district week.
18: Yes, sir. Uh, you know, we knew uh, we knew coming in two weeks ago that basically our playoff season started two weeks early and we had to win two in a row to get, to get a chance to play in the first round. So, uh, we've kind of been in that do-or-die mode for the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting, you know, win two to get in and uh, give you a chance to play one more.
3: Does that keep you a little bit more mentally focused than maybe just coasting into a playoff situation, you think?
18: Well, uh, you know, I think so. Our our kids know, you know, what's at stake, and they knew they had to win uh, two weeks ago to give them a chance to win in, 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 you know, in the in the last game of the year to give us a chance to get in the playoffs. So, I think it's it's kept them focused and kept them sharp, and the energy has been high. So, it's been really it's been a really fun last couple weeks.
3: Thursday night game in Bastrop against Tide Haven. What do you have to do offensively to? Stay ahead of the change and stay on schedule more than anything else.
18: Well, you know, they're a district champion. Uh, we're coming in as a fourth seed, so, you know, they're a good football team, and uh, we've got to really try to, you know, grind it out and, and maintain possession as much as we can to try to keep their offense off the field. They've got a couple pretty dynamic players that uh, if we could limit their touches, would be great.
3: Defensively, third downs, getting off the field and giving your offense a chance to do that. How big is that on Thursday night?
18: It's huge. You know, our defense has played well all year. Uh, our biggest challenge is going to be, you know, limiting big plays from uh, their skill kids and try, to, and try to make them earn it and not just get a one big long run or a long catch here or there.
3: Special teams, can you take advantage in there and get an explosive play or two and limit the sure. explosive plays from them?
18: Sure. And, you know, if you can ever steal a possession or, you know, take one away and, and keep them off the field one, one, less, one less, you know, that's always great. ESPN Central
6: Texas CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family-owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all. Pipe fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate, 254-722-3353. That's 254-722-3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com.
11: Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to wet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around. Check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night, home football games are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver. Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton.
3: Leon's Floor Covering has been a Clifton staple for over 70 years. They know how to get the job done right, from taking it down to the studs to building it back up. Leon's can handle any room you need remodeled. Stop by the store to check out their selection of time-tested materials and fixtures, including Kelly Moore Paints. Leon's Floor Covering is at the corner of Avenue D and FM 219 in downtown Clifton. Call today, 254-675-8686, or find them online for a free estimate. Leon's, getting the job done right the first time. It's a family tradition.
2: All right, 8.57, 3 away from 9 o'clock. John's coming up at 3 this afternoon. Matt at 4. We got basketball tonight here on ESPN. And we have got football on nine West and Maha tonight at 6.30 as well. That's going to do it for us. Have a great day. We'll see you in the morning at 7.